Hey fam, hello, 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 family. I'm here with a word. I'm here with a word, okay? And we're going to go to Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. And it says, a wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. Mm, that is a banger. Mm-mm-mm. A wise woman builds her home. And you know, when you build in a home, you need a strong foundation. So we know that Christ is the foundation of our home and we begin to build on him. You feel me? We get to build, we begin to build on Christ. But a wise woman will use her own hands. She will she will operate in her flesh throughout her household and tear it up. Right? And the Lord, he just really been like downloading a lot into me about being a wife, right? And how important the role of a wife is because, yes, you're the helpmate, but you are the spiritual covering of your husband. Your prayers and you being in tune with the Holy Spirit is going to bring your husband peace. It's going to bring your husband joy. It's going to bring your your husband favor, like Women have to begin to carry themselves like the favor of God, right? So I want to take you to Genesis chapter 3 because I want to show you where the Lord really started downloading to me at. Um, let's just start at verse 1. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day... He asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any other trees in the garden? Of course, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the trees in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the servant replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruits looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. So we see that she... Gave her husband the fruit, right? Mm, this is about to get there. This is this, this is about to get there. This is about to get there. This is about to get there. I'm telling you. Remember, she gave her husband the fruit. At that moment, their eyes were open, and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and the, his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden. So I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you you were naked? The Lord God asked, have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? So we see the guy rolled up in the garden and he like, what fruit you was eating? What, what fruit did you eat? Did you eat the fruit of the tree that I commanded you not to eat? Did you eat that? Did you did you go over there and mess with that tree I just told you not to touch? That's what God is saying, right? The man replied, it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. So listen, because you already know, he was trying, he was trying, um, 
he was trying not to take accountability, right? Then the Lord God asked the woman, what have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all animals, domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy and in pain you will give birth and you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. And to the man, he said, since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All your life, you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you. Though you will eat of its grains by the sweat of your brow, will you have food to eat until you return to the ground for which you were made? For you were made from dust and dust you will return. Mm. So we see that she handed her man the fruit, right? And her man took the fruit. And when God was talking to them, like, what did you, what did you do? Did you eat? Who told you you were naked? What are you, were you touching that tree that told you not to touch? And Adam said, it was the woman you gave me. Now, you know, a lot of times I feel like as females, we be like, see, Adam tried it. Why would Adam Put the blame on me. Why would Adam act like he wasn't there with me? But it was the impact Eve had on Adam. God made Eve as a helper. God God made it so that Adam could lean on Eve. Eve was there to support Adam. She was his rib. That's what ribs do. They support. They protect the organs. Eve is a pivotal point in Adam's life, right? And the enemy knew that. The enemy knew the impact Eve had on her man, right? And, you know, it said, the Lord said that she, we would desire to control our husbands, but he would rule over us Be, because at that moment, they were in their flesh. As a woman of God, we submit to our husbands as it is to the Lord. We are, we are really submitting to God and we know that God is the ruler of our husband. So we have to be in tune with God. We have to be eating the fruit. We need to be knowing what the Lord said to Adam. I need to know. It's not what I thought the Lord said. No, I'm going to go ask the Lord. What did you say to Adam? I'm going to go ask Adam. What did the Lord say to you about this tree? Because it's, it's important, right? It's important because in these fruits, right? You sure to die if you're giving your husband the wrong fruit. If you're not praying peace into your house, if you're not paying peace into your marriage, you are you are like defaulting on your husband's spirit life. You are his covering in the spirit, right? Mm. I had read this excerpt from this, it was like a blog post, and I want to make sure I repeat him carefully, right? So he said that the replica, the representation of marriage is how Jesus himself is God, but in the flesh, he has submitted himself unto God, right? And that is how marriage is. Your husband is the flesh, right? But you are submitted to him in the natural because in the spirit, you are submitted to God, right? So as as Jesus was carrying the, the presence of God, he was still submitted to God, but he protected the, the spirit of God by staying in tune with the spirit. And it's the same thing with, with you and the Lord. 
you are submitted to your husband in the natural, but you are covering him in the spiritual. You are going to war for him in the spirit because he needs to be covered spiritually. He's covering you naturally. You need to cover him spiritually. You need to bring him peace. You need to bring him patience. You need to bring him, you need to just be his comforter. And like, but you know, y'all both like in the natural, but you are praying for his spirit life. Now I ain't saying your husband ain't supposed to cover you. And then the spirit too, I'm not saying your husband can't pray for you. But I'm saying is it all started with Eve giving Adam the fruit. Right? So we can go into Galatians chapter five real quick. I pray that you get in this. In the name of Jesus. Um, Galatians five verse, we'll start verse like 22. And it says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, disassension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like this. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. So listen, these are the fruits you need to be feeding your man. You you are to be his you supposed to be his peace. You're supposed to be his joy. You're supposed to be his love. You're supposed to be his kindness. You're supposed to be his goodness. You're supposed to be his faithfulness. You are supposed to be his gentleness. You are supposed to have self-control. <laughs> because you are giving your husband the fruit. Which fruit are you going to give him? You are giving him the fruit. God just showed you in Genesis chapter 3. Eve gave the fruit. The enemy came to Eve on purpose because he knew that Adam would eat the fruit that Eve gave him because Eve was his helpmate. So I'm going to ask you, what fruit are you displaying? What fruits do you do you operate in on a daily life? And that's whether you're single or you married. What fruits are you operating? What fruits are you eating? Because that is the fruits that you're either going to have in your marriage. And that's the fruits that you are um, going to bring into a marriage. You need to be having love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith in those gentleness and self-control today. Today. Not no, oh, when I get a husband, I'm going to start. No, today. This God said, you want a man, you're going to have to show me you ready for a man. God said, you want me to restore that marriage? He said, you want me to give you back what the locusts and the kinkworm took from you? You want me to give you back what the thief has stole from you? He said, well, I want to see them fruits. What fruit are you eating? Are you eating the fruit of the tree that I commanded you not to eat of? What is the fruits that you eating? What's the fruits? Hold on, family. So, family, like, that's the thing. We need to begin to be eating the fruits that God has commanded us to eat. God says if you want to eat the fruit of the flesh, you are going to inherit death and decay. You are sure to die. You are sure to die. Let me read you up um, up at verse 16. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. 
But when we, when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. So, when you're following the Spirit, there's no law because you're doing what is pleasing to God. Like, okay. You have two forces fighting up against you. <laughs> right? You got two forces because you got the Spirit, but then you got the flesh. And your Spirit wants to have patience say you in a store and you know somebody might be taking mad long in the store but you have two options to be in your flesh and to be in the spirit you can either put on patience and know that sometimes you know this is how i think sometimes i might be moving slow sometimes you know i might have a barcode that's messed up sometimes um, you know, I might have forgot my card and I, I try to treat my neighbor as I, as I treat myself. I try to love my neighbor as myself. So I'd be like, okay, I understand. You got to have understanding because who don't, who doesn't need understanding, but your flesh naturally, you got that war in you that your flesh is like, can they hurry up? Can they come on? Do you start huffing and puffing and this and that? Which one you going to be in the flesh or the spirit? Which one you can't be in both. You want to love one, you're going to be dedicated to the one, and you're going to despise the other. Which one is it going to be? Practice the fruits of the Spirit today. Some people, you be praying to God for patience, but you know what I do? I thank God for my patience, okay? Because when you be praying for patience, you're going to get your patience tested. But when I thank God for patience, I see the patience, the fruit of it in my life because he already told me that's what's inside of me. He already told me I have patience. He already told me that I'm kind. He already told me that I'm, I, I, I'm loving. He already told me I have joy. So I don't be like, Lord, give me these things because they're already mine. I say, Lord, I thank you for that. <laughs> Thank God for your patience. He wants gratitude. Lord, I thank you that I ain't flip out in that store. Lord, I thank you that when that lady looked at me like I was crazy, I still was able to, to conduct myself as a child of God. Lord, I thank you that although my boss is trying me, I'm still I'm still working like I'm working unto you. I ain't going to let these people at my job make me throw a fit because I know that the work I'm doing is for you, Lord. So I thank you. I thank you for my understanding. I thank you that although my husband is getting on my nerves, I'm still treating him gentle. <laughs> thank you for my gentleness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that my kids don't have to worry about what to eat, what to wear, what to drink. I thank you that you have given me a spirit of faithfulness that my family can trust me. Mm. Lord, I thank you that although I should have lost my mind, you have given me peace. I thank you for the peace. God wants you to have a heart of gratitude. He gave you a command, and that's what he expects. I'm not going to sit here, right, and go tell my kids. Um, what's a good example? Hmm. I'm not going to go tell my kids because I'll tell them to go wipe out off the, the sink. And my son, I'll be telling him to wipe around the toilet with a Clorox wipe. Because if you got a son, you know. It get real when you got a son around that toilet i'm not going to go tell them give them a command like go wipe down that sink in that bathroom the toilet if there's no clorox wipes because if there's not no clorox wipes right how they gonna do it i gotta know that we got it i have to know that it's here and then i'll tell them go get that and go wipe it off so if god is saying that you can you can live by the spirit it's because he's already given it to you it's not something that you gotta wait for it's here now it's here now He's not going to tell you to do something that, 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 that 
I gotta watch how I work this because I will tell you to do something that don't make no sense. But God's not gonna tell you to do something and you aren't equipped to do it. Okay? I'm not gonna tell my kids, okay, you can go pull a bowl of cereal and then we they get out there and it ain't no milk. <laughs> you feel me? Because like what do you mean? You, I, I know what we got in here, so I'm gonna tell you what to do by what we got. And that is what God is doing. But you got to begin to look deeper into yourself and reflect what fruit are you eating? Are you eating of the fruit that the Lord has commanded you not to eat of? And if you eat, repent. Tell the Lord, listen, Lord, I've been living in my flesh. Lord, I haven't been living by the power of your spirit. Lord, I haven't been living by your word. But I thank you for the blood of Jesus. I thank you for my salvation. I thank you that you have made a way for me to come boldly to your throne of grace and to receive mercy from you. Lord, I thank you. That's what God want. That's what he want. For you to realize you a sinner. Ask him to have mercy on you. And receive his grace and his mercy by his saving power. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. I remember one time I was praying. And the Lord had led me to the the tax collector and the Pharisee, right? Remember, the, the Pharisee was like, he was way better than him, that sinner. And he was just puffed up in pride. But one thing the Lord had um, showed to me is how the tax collector, he wouldn't even look his head up. And he beat on his chest. And he said, Lord, have mercy on me, for I am a sinner. Who, Jesus? And we know the tax collector went home justified before the Lord that day. Not, not the Pharisee. Not the religious teacher. Not them. But the tax collector. Because it's about knowing that you need the grace of God. It's about knowing that you need salvation. It's about knowing that you are a sinner who needs mercy. I need my mercy every day. I need my mercy I wake up in the morning like, thank you for this mercy because I know yesterday we hit the max. That's why you let me fall asleep last night because I know I was at my max of the mercy, okay? So thank you for waking me up new today, Lord. <laughs> That's why I need my dog mercy because God has shown me so much mercy that every time I say her name, I think about the mercy of God. I think about how God really gave me mercy and he really gave me mercy. <laughs> When he could have punished me, he gave me mercy. And that's why I will dwell in the presence of God all the days of my life. Because he is so good to me. He is such a good father. He is so good. His plans is to prosper you and not to harm you. To give you a hope and a future. So God, this word that God is bringing today is not to condemn you. It's not to make you feel bad. It's not for none of that. It's to point out the sins. For you to come get mercy, come get forgiveness, come get washed and cleansed in the blood. And for you to be put, placed on a firm foundation. You know, in the beginning, if you are the foolish woman that's tearing her house down with her own hands, it's time to come into repentance. And God said he will put you on the firm foundation. His word is not a lie. He's not going to say it and not do it. But you have to be truthful with yourself. Have you been a wise woman building your house on the foundation or have you been a foolish woman tearing it down with her own hands, being in her flesh? It's time to rise up. It's time to begin to be praying over your household, praying.
praying over your children, praying over your husband. God has given women the intuitive, like the, the intuition to know what to pray for. You can, you can feel emotions. You can look at your child and just see something is wrong. You can look at your man and just see something is wrong. God has given you that for a purpose. Because God is calling for you to cover your house spiritually. When you're not covering your house spiritually, when you're not covering your family spiritually, you are opening up gaps for Satan to be able to enter in. You have to make sure that your home is filled with the presence of God. Yes, Adam sinned. But it was the fruit that Eve brought to him that caused him to sin. It was the fruit. Okay? So I want you to remember that. It was the fruit. That Eve did bring Adam that caused them to lose the presence of God. That Eve played a big part. Yes, sin didn't enter in until Adam ate it. But Eve played a very major key. Because Eve's job, her purpose was to cover Adam. To bring him the right fruit. Okay, the word of God says a man who has found a wife finds a good thing, and receives favor from the Lord. You are favor. So that means that you need to be acting like favor. <laughs> okay? It's so funny because I have a, um like, God's word, like, just words are so powerful, right? And my daughter, one of, her middle name means God has showed favor. Mm, I love it. I love it. And, and it was like, it was like a God thing. It's a God thing. Her whole name is just like, her whole name is so beautiful, but whatever. Um, not whatever, because that's my baby. But like when I tell you that my child receives such favor from people, like both of my kids, but I really think it's because of her name. Like she is God's favor because that is her name, right? Her name is Liana Anaya. And Liana means God has answered. And then Anaya means God is gracious and he has shown favor. And my child receives such favor. People always want to bless them. Like, they always want to bless her. They always, she she always just, like, captivates people in her presence. And I really think it's because of her name that she's favor. And I see it. So I, cause I know that God's word is the truth. So I'm just telling you that for you to know. That when people favor you, when you allow to really walk into favor, because you favor, baby. I don't know if anybody ever told you, but you favor. <laughs> you favor. Okay? You favor. So when you walk into the room, you will begin to receive favor when you step into favor. People will begin to tend to you. People will begin to, to cater to you. The things that you are looking for when you're going out in public and, and people just open the door, people having a good conversation, you're not going from this store and that store with attitudes and getting into quarrels and stuff with people. No, when you step into your God-given identity, you will see the favor begin to just flood you. God will bring favor into your marriage. He's waiting on you to realize that you need him. You have to call things that are not as though that they were. Okay, that's your job to be calling things that are not as though that they were. Child, you got to step out on faith. It was by faith that Abraham went into a land and lived there. Even though he was living there as a foreigner, it was by his faith. Enoch was taken up into heaven without dying by faith and we know that 
because it says in Hebrew 11 that Enoch, he pleased God. It says that he pleased God. And we know that there's no way to please God without faith. So you have to come to God boldly. Like, Lord, I've been in my flesh. But I know that your spirit is willing. I know my flesh is weak. I know my flesh wants to quarrel. I know my flesh wants to be envious. I know my flesh wants to be jealous. But, Lord, still I rise. I want to ascend. I want to live by the power of your spirit. And he will do it for you. He will do it for you. Let me pray for you because I'm about to let you go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for giving us the fruit that we need, Father God. I thank you for giving us the just your word, Lord. I thank you that you are just shaping us and molding us in, into becoming a new creation in you, Father God. And Lord, I just want to honor you for that, Lord. Father, I'm just praying for your child, receiving this word, Lord. I'm praying that she begins to build her home on the solid rock, okay? That rock, like you said, Peter. I pray that she begins to build her house on the rock, Lord, so the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. Lord, I'm praying for your child that she will begin to come to you and ask you, what do I need to feed my husband? What, what does he need right now? What does he need to hear? How can I cover my home? How can I cover my children? How can I cover our finances? Lord? How can I protect our home, Father God, in the spirit? How can I make sure that my husband's not eating the forbidden fruits? Lord, teach me how to carry myself. Teach me how to be the woman you have already created me to be, Lord. Expose within me the power of your life-giving spirit, Lord. That's what I pray she begins to say to you, Father God. Lord, and I pray that she begins to receive the power that you have already given to her. You already gave it to her, Lord. I pray that she begins to just walk in the power of your spirit, Lord. Father God. I just want to give your name all the glory, honor, and praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. 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 Um, one more thing, right? Because I just, I'm going to just, I'm going to just graze this, okay? Ephesians 2 and 10. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. God is creating you anew in Christ Jesus. Even the pressing, even the refinement that you were going through. You feel like you you on fire. But God said, I have been refining you. God says, I'm putting you through the fire so you can be tested as 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 pure gold, I'm crushing you because a diamond has to go through crushing. Listen, it's important. But he says that I'm doing this so you can do the good things I planned for you so long ago. Before you were even thought of, I had a plan for you. And God says that these things that's happening in your life, these circumstances that you were being put in in your life is only to make you become who he has already created you to be. This world try to turn you into something. This world try to strip your identity. But God said he is creating you anew in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm, 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 mm. So I'm going to let you go. I love you guys so, 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 so much. And let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.